Blake and Michael present Population 536. Alright, so I'm sitting there, right? Barbecue sauce everywhere, including my titties, but I'm giving no diggity. Right? Fuck. <laughs> well, hey guys, welcome to. I was hoping that would stick a little harder. Uh, welcome into Population 536. This is episode 12. So welcome in. Uh, yeah, this is pretty wild. I'm, I'm having a good time. I assume Blake's having a good time because we're still recording. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just something, you know. Ain't nothing but a G thing. <laughs> Switch lanes, get brain hanging down her G string. Fuck. Well, these spoken word poetry is <laughs> absolutely perfect. Well, so football is coming up. I watched uh, the Texans play last weekend, and it made me think about because Blake, you went to Texas A&M, mm-hmm. and college football is about to start, which is really the only football that I give a shit about. Right. And it made me think of a story that I think you remember well. Um. At the time you were living in Bryan, Bryan, Texas, Bryan, and I was over at a friend's house, more so my friend than your friend. You're kind of mutual friend, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we all had gotten really drunk and I was upset. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, instead of just like, because I'm very non-confrontational. Instead of just facing the person being like, hey, this is real dumb because they were super drunk and had gone next door to their neighbor's place for some reason. And we were trying to get them to leave. And I was like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to dip. Right. So drunkenly drove from College Station to Bryan, which was like 20 minutes. Right. Showed up to Blake's place and convinced him that I needed to be slapped in the face because I was overreacting. Right. And I don't mean just like. It, a yeah, gentle slap. It was like I had to confirm with him at how hard he meant he wanted me to hit him. Like it was somewhere along the lines of slap the ever loving shit out of me and I'm not going to feel it. So don't worry about hurting me. <laughs> and you know, when you're drunk, things sound good. Right. Sound great. Right. Yeah. Well, I was dead set on getting Blake to correct. And it, man, how long ago was this? This was like 2014, oh, was, 2015. I, I was going to say, if I was living in Bryan, it was at latest 2014. Man, well, 2015, I think. Yeah. That's been a lot of years. Oh, and wow. you know, if you listen to the podcast, we say our age, and our age does not line up with the, the drinking age. So take that as you would like, but or don't fuck you. We live life. Yee, <laughs> you know. So I get in my car and drive over there, which was, for one, a terrible idea. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's never, never a good idea, but it happens. Let's not lie. Unfortunately, so drive out there because I knew where he lived. Show up and he's just chilling. Probably, I think you're playing WoW or something. I was. I remember I was awake because it was like late, but not really that. It was like ten fifteen. I think it wasn't really like that late. Right. It was late right. enough for us to be belligerent. Yeah. And yeah. 
So I get there and I'm like, hey, man, here's a bunch of stuff. I'm upset, but I have no real reason to be upset. So I need you to slap the shit out of me. (laughs) And And I thought he was joking. I'm not going to lie. Like I thought because I thought you were like just coming over to chill because you had said I'm driving to your house so you can hit me. And I was like, okay, haha, that's funny. We'll chill. No, no. <laughs> the yeah. one goal about getting over there was for some physical correction on the face. And after I received said physical correction, I did leave. Oh, yeah. No, it was literally like you came there to get slapped and you left after getting slapped. I, I showed up for a service <laughs> and was greeted with right. said service. <laughs> right. So right face hole. I remember specifically standing in your living room between your kitchen and your bedroom. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. Well, you slapped me at the correct force because I just remember like you rearing back and then me like folding over like a goddamn chair onto the floor. But the funniest thing was like your face didn't change. <laughs> like I was very happy because that's what I came there for. Yeah, it was like fuck. I asked for this, but <laughs> yep, here we go. And I, I so, felt so bad because I remember I hit you and I just immediately started laughing because I was like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> that was apparently all I needed. Well, <laughs> I get back in the car. Right. I drive back to College Station because I'm not staying with Blake. Of course, I'm staying with this person because I'm not living in College Station at the time. I'm living outside of Austin. So it's about an hour and a half drive. Well, I get back and the friend that I was upset with, they were next door Mm. and passed out in the neighbor's beanbag chair in the living room. And these guys, their neighbors were, hey, I'm tired of this person being here. So (laughs) I drive back. So it's it's like, let's say I was at Blake's 20 minutes or whatever. And then I drove another 20 minutes back and yeah, they were just passed out. Well, the problem is they wouldn't stand up on their own. So the neighbor, (laughs) like firemen carried this person and they were, it was like townhouses, college townhouse. So there's three Three bedrooms, everybody has a bathroom, everybody pays for the room. So this person's room was upstairs, so their neighbor has them and is walking them up the stairs. And he's like, hey, man, if you want to come over next door, like, it's cool. And I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, I'm glad I, these I people do. I really don't know you, yeah. <laughs> but there was a lot of alcohol mixed around, like mm-hmm. different things, whether it be beer, vodka, whatever. The last thing this person had was like this red fruity drink. Well, when they were being carried upstairs, the guy that was carrying them turned really fast. And I mean, about as hard as I got slapped, slammed this person's head into the door frame. And, th- and just sorry. threw them onto the bed and Jesus. said, cool, man. But for real, if you want to come by, you're welcome to. Like, No. I'm yeah. good. You just killed and my friend, but okay. Yes, I mean dead. So that was puking all night once, you know, they were gained confidence. You know, it's just a thing. It's how it Well, be- that makes me think of a story about stupid stuff. I think I've told you this. The apartment that I lived in in Bastrop with my brother, mm-hmm. we got really drunk one night and I we 
had a beer bong from spring break mm-hmm. and took a bunch of those Mike hard lemonades and put them in there and then <sighs> chugged it, which, oh. you know, is always the perfect idea. Yeah. Right. So somehow a friend of ours took a base out of their truck mm-hmm. and took the plug in, like the power cable for an Xbox Mm-hmm. And like spliced it so that they could plug it in together. So it was like a legit plug into the wall. Huh. That's interesting. We had it connected to our TV in an yeah. apartment. So it was way too loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like way too loud. And we got really drunk and I was like, you know what? Put a cigarette out on me. <laughs> I don't remember this. And it's, it's, all, I don't, I'll have to show it to you next time. It's, I, I mean, it's, of course, it's still here. This was 2000, uh, 2015. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just put it out on me. And my brother was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? No. And I finally convinced him and he did it for like half a second. And then he was like, no, 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 no. I feel bad. I feel bad. Stop. And then his friend was like, fuck, I'll do it. And I was like, God, thank you. Finally. <laughs> so they put it out on me. And then we had a couple of our other friends show up. And I'm sitting on the couch with an entire box of cocktail peanuts, just like shoveling them in, like like um, palm to nose kind of shoveling. <laughs> you know exactly yeah, like, what I mean. No nut left behind, kind of. Praise God! And I was like, "Look, this is what they did." And everybody's like, "What the actual fuck is wrong with you?" I don't. I guess I don't know. I just want to feel alive, you know, feel that good blood rushing. You know, I'm not a risk right. taker, but man, I knew that cigarette was going to leave a scar. And praise the Lord, I remember I get to see it every day because I put it right on my wrist, so I can see that shit every day. You know, good times. A nice little discreet area. Nice little discreet area. Well, we were. This is before. Well, this is. Maybe around the time of the slap story, but mm-hmm. when we first moved in, my brother was still in high school. Mm-hmm. We were throwing a party one night, and we hear this loud knock on the door. Pa 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 pa. Like, oh fuck. So right. there was three of us there. Two of us bounced and went into the back bedroom and locked the door, like, oh shit, like the cops. Are and we just left my brother out there to deal with it. <laughs> right? I don't I don't know. Right. Well, he opens the door and it's one of our neighbors. And he was like, hey, man, y'all throwing a party? And my brother's like, no. He's like, oh. You got some beer? No. You, you, some, some, some mota? What? You got, you got, y'all got some weed? No, no, man. Like, fucking dip. What is this? Yeah. And that's the one and only time that I ever saw that neighbor. Really? The entire time we lived there. Yeah, he lived... The building's had the apartments back to back. So there was like four on one side and then four on the other. So he shared the back wall with us right. and I guess heard what was going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like if us running into the back, the height of the bedroom, if it was the cops, like we were like, well, were you not going to get caught? Right. Well, I love that he came over there just to like basically mooch beer and or substance off of you. Right. Without like Wait, what? Yeah, it's like, man, I don't that? even, I've never met you. Yeah. We had just moved in. We hadn't even been there a week. Oh, wow. It yeah, was like so our housewarming thing. 
Yeah. One was, is, wasn't that the apartment that had like definite black mold in the shower? <laughs> you know what? I completely forgot about that, but yes. Yeah, I remember that because I was like, huh, this is how I get lung cancer. <laughs> Dude, that was... Man, that apartment was some shit. I mean, it was kind of a dope apartment because, like, your bedroom was actually pretty fucking big, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's probably, if not the the second house that we lived in in this area, the master, that's probably the biggest bedroom I've ever had. It it was enormous. It had a big closet, but... Didn't y'all have that stupid cat that would just shit everywhere, too? Um, I mean, I did have a kitten... Yeah. For a little bit, uh, and then we ended up moving out of the apartment. And then my stepmom was like, "You're not keeping this." Like, oh. Right, right. Oh yeah, because that bedroom nice. is connected to your patio too, right? We didn't have a patio. Oh, maybe your bedroom was just that big. It, yeah, it was like a pretty big size master bedroom. Yeah, because I had like my desk and an entertainment center, and then my bed. And my bed was in a corner, so it took up even more space. And there was way more space than I had things. Oh, yeah. Especially being like 19. Yeah. Because I remember we were in there watching Zombievers. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. That was the weekend that it got flooded in. We got flooded in. Yeah, our friend was turning 21 that weekend, and he just got demolished. He drank a whole... He drank that whole fifth of Jack, Jack, right? Yeah, because he was like, I'm going to have fun, and just like chugged it, and we're like, okay... You're having fun, and then it just like, and then he just wasn't having fun, and then he was supposed he just to just wasn't, parents. yeah. And then he, he was, was laid on the floor. Parents. He slept on the floor in the living room. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he puked on himself too. I can't remember because uh, um, we just it, it rained so hard that the parking lot flooded, yeah. and we were trying to go get food, and instead of you oh, know, God, doing the I'm logical so thing, fucking of taking our socks and shoes off, we decided, oh, we'll just get trash bags and put them over our feet. Well, of course, when the water's up to your knees, it doesn't doesn't actually matter. matter. Yeah, and then it was like, we got in the car or the truck and we're like, huh, we could have just, you know, fucking taken our shoes off. (laughs) Well, and we tried to get old boy up, too, because it was like 11 when we were leaving to go get food, and he was supposed to meet his parents at like 8 or 9 for breakfast. And then he way overshot it. He didn't even end up leaving until like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Right, we left and fucked around for a while and then came back and then he was like, all right, I'm going to head out. I just told my parents that I got food poisoning. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's your 21st food poisoning, quote unquote. Yeah, but it was bad because like, his entire family was like, like literally there to celebrate him. <laughs> right. He didn't even fucking show up. And you know what's shitty is he was planning on moving in and he stayed there for two weeks leading up to his – like. In, it was in between his 21st. Like it fell on the middle that weekend in between the two weeks. Yeah. And then he was like, Oh yeah, I can't pay rent. So I'm going to move out. It's like, um, so you just use our, our apartment as like, a. am just going to get drunk for my 21st because I don't want to get in trouble with my parents. And then I'm just going to, Oh yeah. yeah. Good luck with paying all of rent. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was like whenever your brother was like in and out on the rent too. Right. Well, he, was still in high school and his he was missing class well no one's keeping him accountable so they were my stepmom was finally like yeah you're not gonna like you can't live there anymore and i was like all right cool so she's like hey can you find somebody to move in there with you and i was like yeah that's fine and i found somebody and then he left so i had to figure out how to pay the rent until 
like I moved out, which I don't know. Good times, but man. And that's what working in a vape store does. That's what working in a vape store does. Income. Speaking of, did I ever tell you the story that I was carrying like $2,000 worth of school supplies in the back of a truck? Uh, I do not remember. Go on. So I worked at a a school district, mm-hmm. and I actually worked at like multiple places. Right. Um, the way that it was split up, like they essentially just put me wherever they needed me. But I ran a site. I ran a middle school site for at-risk kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Super fun. It was great. I really enjoyed it. They don't pay teachers shit, as I've gone on and on and on about at, at the lottery episode of the podcast right but they do a back to school bash mm-hmm. where they get donations from different places and then they pay for school supplies and what they do is they put them all into backpacks mm-hmm. and then they give out all the backpacks for it's like pre-k or kindergarten to sixth grade but there's like thousands of backpacks right that they get stuff for well when they get all the money they go and pick up the school supplies well heb was always the one rep it heb was always the one that gave us the biggest discount on the school supplies mm-hmm. so towards the end of the well, kind of the middle of the summer when we were starting to pack backpacks we had three pallets of school supplies to pick up mm-hmm. so my one of my bosses because I had it was the like the dynamic of who was my manager, who was my boss, and who wasn't was kind of iffy, like here and there, because I was at like right. so many places, and they had right. me as like I had my main boss, and then if I was, yeah, it was weird. So like I didn't have to directly talk to these people, but when they asked me to step over, it was it, like I was there to help at their level, but not at the same time. I don't, it was all super confusing, but right. they, we went and picked up two of the pallets and then dropped them off. And then my boss had to go somewhere else. And they were like, Hey, will you just take my truck and go pick up the last one? I was like, yeah, cool. Absolutely. No problem. So I've pulled trailers and things. So it wasn't that it was an issue by any means. So the first two pallets were wooden. Mm-hmm. You know, normal forklift, pallet, absolutely no problem. Cool. So when I go by myself to pick up this last one, we, we bought like six grand worth of school supplies. Right. And pencils, paper, rulers, anything you could imagine. Anything that was required for the school year. Right. And I go to pick up the last one, pull in. They're like, oh, hey, here's your last one. The thing is, the last one was on a plastic platform. Mm-hmm. That had like feet, like six feet or um, like nine feet under it that raised it up off the ground so the forklift could get the right under it. Well, when they go to pick it up, the whole thing starts bowing out <laughs> like it's going to fall apart. Right. I'm like, holy shit. So I asked the guy, I'm like, hey, let's call him Joe. Joe, are you sure this is going to ride? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Absolutely no problem. It's going to be good. So they get it onto the truck. I'm still concerned. I'm like, my man, are you for sure that this is going to ride? Even though I have, I have a mile and a half to take it. Yeah, dude. Right. 
no problem. Go ahead. So go out of the back of HEB, go down the street. As I'm going to take a left, the guy that we were talking about who just had his 21st, let's call him James. James worked at said vape shop Mm -hmm. right there at the intersection. So I'm going about as slow as I possibly – I'm at an idle in this truck to make – I had to take a left turn. And I'm like, A, stick your head out. I'm driving by with a pallet of school supplies. Ah, ha, ha. It's cool. So he looks out. And about that time I go to take the turn, the pallet did not ride. So it's the middle of the day in a very populated city at a pretty busy intersection. The entire pallet falls out. Right. All of it spread across the entire intersection. All of it. Bundles of paper, spirals, and people are waiting on both sides trying to, because I turned left across. So it's just everywhere. Well, I'm like, hey, James, come outside and help me. His response, nah, somebody's got to be here. I said, bitch, I know no one's in there because no one goes into this vape shop. Yeah. No, man, I can't step away. Okay. Ha 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 ha. Real funny, man. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Get the fuck out, lock the store, and come help me pick up all of these school supplies. He's like, nah, man, I'll talk to you later. And just hangs up the phone. <laughs> so I'm this middle of the summer. It's hot in Texas. Yeah. And I'm picking up school supplies and trying to call my boss. Yeah. No response. No response. (laughs) No response. No response. No response. So luckily I had some just really nice people stop and help me pick everything up. So instead of it being in a pallet when I brought it to the school, it was overflowing from the back seat (laughs) into the front seat. It was everywhere. Finally get a hold of my boss and they're like, hey, I see you called 10 times. What's going on? Oh, they said the pallet would ride. It didn't ride. And I have to I have to go to my next job. So it wasn't my fault. It was the the, I couldn't get it back onto the truck. So it was like on my boss for giving me the truck and not answering. It was on HEB because I asked multiple times if the pallet was going to ride. There was no way I could have possibly kept it on there at all. And then this dickwad of our quote-unquote friend group refused to help me. That's funny. I mean, it's not funny. Well, it's like funny in hindsight, but that time I knew it's like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I felt really bad because I couldn't help them. Right. It's very much like, hey, so um, I am not going to do anything about this. So bye. Not in like even in a dick way, but just in a like, no. I really can't do anything about this. I, I have to go somewhere else because I have another job and um, I sincerely apologize. But dude, yeah. I can't even tell you how many hours that I spent up there packing backpacks. Holy crap. It was like a conveyor belt. Right. You just grab and start throwing stuff in. You got a piece of paper. And then to give them out, man, I think the first year was like 1,500. And then the second year was almost 2,000 backpacks that they gave away. The thing is, they opened the gates at like 5 a.m. 
to start letting oh, wow. people because backpacks are completely free. Right, right. But holy cow, you work like six hours giving out backpacks because there's just so many, and they have to. You have to have a kid with you, so they have to verify, that and then going there and all that man, kind of shit. It's just a it's a fight, and people start lining up at like three a.m. because it's a really low income uh, district. Yeah, like they definitely need that free backpack. Oh thing. my god, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it's so I'm I'm scarred and so I don't talk to that that guy James, quote unquote, anymore because uh he's a dick. And he's reached out to me multiple times and he's try he's talked to my little brother because mm-hmm. he's my little brother still lives in that area and he's like, Hey man, won't Michael talk to me? He's like, uh because you're a piece of shit. Because you kind of fucked him over a couple times, bud. Yeah, a couple times. And then financially like, and like physically. Well, maybe not physically fucked, but you know what I mean. But what the kicker was, I tried to like keep the friendship up even when I moved to where I am now, which it's Mm -hmm. a couple hours away. And we had plans. He had plans to come out here. We made like multi-week long set out plans. Right. And he was supposed to come out. We had this whole weekend planned and he was bringing his girlfriend. And then... I heard nothing from him. Yeah, he just no, goes to that. Right? I can't come. Nothing. And then like a week later, he was like, hey, man, sorry about that. I was like, nah. Like, strike three there, bucko. Yeah. This is I was not it. not doing what I said I was going to do. <laughs> yeah, appreciate you, but uh, you're a dick. Yeah, no, in the backpack thing, that reminds me a lot of the, um, is my audio too loud? I'm sitting really close to my mic. I'm trying to get no, the it. Okay. Um, yeah, that reminds me a lot of the uh, the like stockings that the town over from us used to do, like at Christmas. How it and it was like weird stockings. They were filled with like fruit and peanuts and shit. Um, but because my odd dad combination of, fruit, peanuts, and feces. Yeah, good old good old packed packed lunch. Yeah, <laughs> packed, packed peanuts and yeah. also peanuts. <laughs> but because uh, my dad worked for the fire department. You know, they do that every year for like the, it's not even like for the undeserved, not undeserving, but like the underprivileged people. It's kind of just like, I guess for anyone that gets them, I'm not sure, but they do like thousands of these freaking stockings. Cause you know, like each household will get multiple ones depending on how many people show up. Right. And I know I, I've only actually, which I'm surprised by, I actually think I've only helped them do it like one time. Cause I was also, I was always either like out of town at my mom's house or like just couldn't really give enough of a fuck because sure. I'm sorry. I don't want to sit there for, you know, nine hours packing freaking stockings, which sounds really selfish. That's Santa's job. True. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I don't want to spend my Saturday doing that, especially in high school, whenever I could just be like doing anything else. Um, and before anybody thinks that makes me seem like I don't do community service, you know, I was in boy Scouts for like as many fucking years as you're allowed to be so i don't want to hear aren't, aren't you a man scout now though Ooh, a little little flying bird scout yeah big old eagle scout yeah but that's uh, crazy though i to be honest with you i didn't even know they did that yeah the uh the fire department or whatever right and and yeah. the hole yeah because in the j-hole yeah in the old j-hole because it's um it's the county wide one. So it's like, um, like the firefighters from like the town we grew up in, 
they would go out there and then the ones from like down south like everyone in that county would uh would go well, quote unquote fire department it was yeah, just yeah. a volunteer and the volunteer fire department yeah they would just come um, rolling out in a brush truck no matter yeah. what was going on i think they only had like one or two people that were on like a paid salary just right. because that's how like low income it well i say and they low worked income. for the city yeah and i was gonna say Already. i say low income like the main department like the the biggest one we had was like you know they they made enough to buy a bunch of new trucks pretty recently so i won't say low income but right not that well i guess it's technically a no income um establishment because it's like government run or whatever but it's run off of right. taxes and shit so there's yeah. some form of income obviously well but. as many windmills as they have there they've got the money yeah and i wonder how much that's affected it too to be honest with you it's i mean gotta, it's affected the whole town and the whole town be. is still garbage yeah well and i thought it was crazy how there was supposed to be um well you've heard that they you're they're allowed to sell uh, alcohol there now right where because like in that county because you know how they used to have to go to like either the town we grew up or I guess. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's not a dry county anymore. So I think it's just I think it's the city because there was I alcohol. It is, us and we were, yeah, it is just the city. Yeah, you're right. Because we were but, still in that county. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that the town we were in was the only one that was allowed to because I thought. This I is think really so. Awkward not using names, I have to keep. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess at some point or another we're gonna. Yeah, it, it's, so it's not gonna fucking matter. But right, um, because yeah, there, so, was that, there was that place in PK where you could go, but I still think that was. Yeah. I, th- I still think that was considered young county. Yeah. So I think, but I don't. Yeah, I never. I think it's just a city thing. I think it was, but that's definitely helped it out because I know the problem is all of the city board are like old people who don't want to invite like any form of new business in because they're like well it's going to destroy the mom and pop stores it's like well they got the damn starbucks and everyone lost their shit oh i know but then it was stupid because then everybody loves it and it's like one of the best places to go there now which is sad the starbucks is the best place to go but like if you go to downtown now lol downtown or rather the square there's like a whole lot more restaurants and like where the old fire department used to be that station that's a restaurant now and it's actually pretty good i went there with my dad the other day did you nice. hear about the kid that ran into what's that Mexican food restaurant right there on the square? It was Casa yes. Grande or yeah, something. My dad you told heard me about, about that? that. Yeah, dude. No, did, did I did I tell you that story or did you hear it from somebody else too? I think because, I heard it from my stepmom because my dad told me he was like in the, <laughs> the <laughs> I might have to end up saying a city name here because it it makes it more funny, but it's not really funny. I mean, the kid's all right. But luckily, I mean, he had no yeah. actual fucking idea. I, I don't think he told me because I think my stepmom told me because okay. my grandma works at the hospital there. Oh, so I think okay. that's where she heard it through because the yeah. kid had no idea what the actual fuck was going no, on. He, he, was he got care flighted and had no yeah. idea what was going on. Yeah. He woke up and remembered absolutely nothing. Well, from what from what they said that he said he knew was um, well, to give everyone a story of what happened. This kid, I mean, he was, yeah, he was definitely underage. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, long story short, he ends up going through town, like at the square. They said he had to have been going at least 60 to 75 miles an hour. Which it's and, like 30 or 35 miles an hour for um, a good distance for, around the square. For like, oh, yeah. Like in, in the road that he took going into it, it's like probably three miles of like 
45 down to 35 and then just it's sticking at 35 you know what i mean well, yeah and then the fact that and it's there's a lot of turns oh yeah it's it's uh well depending on which which angle he came from because if he came like from like through the city we grew up in he had to come through 380 there's no way that he was going that fast coming from 199 Oh no, yeah, because there's he, no way. No, because he would have ended up in the car wash if he would have. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yes. Of, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. So the stoplight he blew through to let y'all know it does one of those like where basically where the crosswalks are is like a dip, and so he like hit the first one, like where you would actually stop to stop for the light, bottomed out his truck, cleared the entire intersection, and then they said like where his skid marks started, where he landed, was like a solid 75 to 100 feet away from where the intersection was at to like show you how far he flew. And then obviously lost control and went straight into that freaking restaurant. Now, from what my dad said, is that the kid, his story was, because they were like, how the hell did this happen? Like, what were you doing? And he said, oh, well, I was just driving home. He lives in... He lives two cities away from where this wreck happened. And oh, he lived the opposite way. Oh, he lived like where, yeah, like where, um, uh, you know, like where the Walmart is. He lived yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. a solid 20 to 30 minute drive. It's 26 miles the opposite yeah. way to the just get way. into the other town. Yeah. And he lived in the town he was driving from. And he told the people, I was just driving home. And oh ended up God. almost 30 that. miles away. Yeah. Holy <laughs> and, fuck. Uh, fucking destroyed that wall. I mean, you know, thank God he's okay. But it was just insane that it's like, how, how does that even happen? Because like... Well, just I'm, think if he would have gone... Str- let's oh, say he missed... I, Missed yeah. the restaurant because if you just keep going down that road, it takes a very hard oh, left. Like he would have plowed right into oh, someone's house. That's what I told my dad. I was like, it's almost better he hit that restaurant because if he didn't, because the road literally takes a 90 degree turn, like it dead ends into like a 90 degree turn. And yeah, if he didn't, if he didn't go through that building, he would have just kept going and just like, I don't even know if they would have found him for a couple days because he'd have been like off in the fucking woods or someone's yeah. house. You know what I mean? No, isn't there a house right there? I I know there's one like on the right side of the road down there. I'm not sure if there's one like right there where it turns. But if there is, huh. like he would have gone Man. straight through it. Like I'm not even uh, kidding. Yeah. He would have gone straight through the fucking house. You know, if you're going that fast. <laughs> it's dude, uh, I heard ride. that and thought, uh, dude. Well, and we know someone else that did that going down uh, – 1191 south mm-hmm. not did, didn't hit a house but rolled the yeah. truck yeah. drunk yeah like people just get bored in small towns and they just get fucking hammered or do oh, drugs yeah. or both which is sad because that's there's more to do out there but there's not much else more to do out there. unfortunately <laughs> yeah everybody else is so man there is <sighs> i want to know how we made it around the s if he's coming from that other t- how did he make it around the s curve Oh, dude, that's what I was thinking. I was like, if he was going that quick in the straightaway with, like, obvious lights around him, he he had to have just barely made that turn. You know what I mean? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the S-curve. Like, from oh. the other – from two towns oh, – from almost yeah. two towns away. No, that's what I'm he, thinking. Yeah, he should have – yeah, he should have launched off the road there. For because people who aren't know, even yeah. drunk – I've known yeah. a ton of people oh, that roll yeah. their vehicles sober there. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Is like, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, there's this – 
intersection between these two towns where it takes a very, very aggressive turn like into a chicade like the road is is angled because of how aggressive of a turn this is and it's at highway speed and it's like 75 miles an hour through there yeah but all i know is that if you're taking that at 75 miles an hour you're probably in a sports car or you are drunk because it is a very very like holy shit we need to slow down to take this turn and then almost uh what like a half a mile down the actually maybe a quarter of a mile after that there's another turn going the other direction so it's yeah it's a very like you have to be quite aware when you're taking it kind of thing. Um, yeah, That's no, there's, there's a lot of spots there where I do not see how he stayed on the road. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, I, seriously. And then I told my dad, I was like, well, if he didn't crash there, like, I'm just curious as to how much further he would have driven until he crashed. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like let's say he made that turn at that dead end. If he just kept going, he'd ended up, at freaking UNT. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. He would have, he'd have ended up shit almost to, I don't know, just, you know, because after that, it's a pretty, pretty just clear, clear road. Yeah. And honestly. Crazy. Crazy. So talking about alcohol, uh, I'm, I have not been to a Texas A&M game. I'd really like to. And I'm even more so enticed now that you can buy alcohol there. Oh, yeah. Did you see yeah. that? The SEC yeah. lifted the ban. SEC lifted the ban. I want to say A&M was the first to do it. I'm not completely sure. Don't quote me on that. But Big I know. Oh, yeah. And the thing, well, and of course there's discrepancies. Like it, they sell it there, but not in the student section, obviously. Um I think that's what it is, but I mean, it's not like the students aren't allowed to go to the alumni section. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, yeah. and I mean, let's be honest, alcohol has been making its way in there since the freaking inception of the university. I mean, gotta be, there are really easy ways to get it in there. I mean, shit, Ooh. 97% of the people going in there are wearing boots, boot flasks. They don't really frisk you. I mean, clear bags. Yeah, is like the policy. pants off. Yeah. I mean, and there's like metal detectors and shit, but it's, it's like, for you know heavy metals not like tin or aluminum or whatever the hell right. these are coming in on aluminum uh, oh yeah aluminium as the Fuck. fucking limeys will tell you i'm sorry British people if you're listening but yeah <laughs> um yeah so it's it'll be interesting because i actually plan to go to at least one or two games this year which will actually be my Especially first now that you're closer oh yeah i'm much you need to let now. me know when you're gonna go so that i can make plans yeah, to, we need to, to do so well i wanted to go to the uh a&m texas state game but then i didn't realize it was on a thursday night even though Oof. that would probably still be pretty fucking fun because yeah. it's thursday night you live what 45 minutes away from there now yeah. and um i live i maybe an hour and a half away and yep. uh yeah, the only thing that would suck would be the drive home afterwards, but I don't see that being a very long game to begin with, but it starts at like right. 7, 7.30. But, and see, I've never watched a game there on the alumni section, which for those of you who don't know, in the student section at A&M, you don't get to sit down like at all. Like The whole tradition is you stand for the entire game. I think the only time you sit down is, I think, during halftime. But then during halftime, our band plays, which you do not sit down for. You stand up to watch. So... There are some times where it is just like, even when someone gets injured, we don't sit down. We just step down from the highest bench we're sitting on. So it's That's uh, wild. Yeah. Well, the 
it's especially really wild whenever you end up watching games like um, that Tennessee game that was a couple years ago that went into like double overtime. And it was, I think we were standing for like five and a half hours and that was at the game. We had been tailgating all fucking day up to that. Well, be glad you weren't there for the oh Thanksgiving God, game last game. year. Holy shit. Yeah, that went into going like there too. five overtimes. Seven, seven overtimes. Oh shit, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because it was the seventh year we played them, the seventh overtime, and I think we won with a score of 77. Like it was a very yeah. weird occurrence of numbers. Very much you needed to go get a lottery ticket. Yeah, but we need to, yeah, we definitely need to look at the schedule and go to like a, I say a shitty game. We could just go to like a, a cheaper non-conference game. Right. You know, it's in a, the nicest ones, and this is going to make me sound really old, but the nicest ones are like the 11 o'clock games because you can go watch it. You can go do something the rest of your day. Now, younger me fucking hate the 11 o'clock games because you didn't really get to tailgate. And usually the 11 Fuck. o'clock games aren't like the super high-end games, right? But um, now older me's like, hey, man, now we can like go there and get this shit done. And and, just chill, bro. But I am interested because this will be the first time I've ever attended a game where – um. I didn't have a parking pass, so I'm going to have to go through the hell that is everybody else that doesn't have a parking pass. Now, they they do have buses that bring you in and shit, but that's that's not it, Chief. Nope. That's not it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Podcast number 12 in the books. So uh, thank you for the follows on Twitter. Thank you for the listens. We do appreciate you at every possible route that we can. Uh, But. Again, thank you so much for coming out and listening to Population 536 for Michael and for Blake. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night. 